Um, so uh, Tanner says um, something at the beginning of this episode to open the episode. I was excited because it kind of takes some uh, pressure off of me a little bit. It, it was an interesting question, very interesting. And, and do you want me to reframe the question? Question about the Cars movies, and then uh, it seems like his audio wasn't recording. We've been watching a lot of Cars because Miles is sick, and it there's a whole Cars Cars universe out there. Some of it feels stronger, some of it feels weaker. I don't know what to show Miles. He's afraid of some of it. There's a Mater <laughs> short called Mater in the Ghost Light, and he hates that. Come on, Miles. That's not scary. Miles is, have I talked about this yet, that Miles' new thing is he's afraid of things? Yeah, that's nothing. That's bad. My, and Cyril's afraid of nothing. The things he's afraid of is people who are angry. Yeah, that, I'm afraid of that. <laughs> like, we were reading the Oscar book, which is a Sesame Street, like, classic Sesame Street book. Yeah. And the opening page is Oscar, like, shouting at you, like, breaking the fourth wall and shouting at you and being like, leave me alone. I hate you. Yeah. And Miles does this thing whenever he's afraid. He'll turn his head. Oh, no. Like, you can just keep reading to him, and he'll just turn his head. That's brutal. And then if you say, are you okay? Are you afraid? He'll just immediately burst into tears. So he tries to keep a, a stiff upper lip. Wow. He's just like, I'm not going to look at this. It's a very emotional boy, huh? We, I don't get any and of that if, shit from Cyril, man. And one time, so he's learned how to say Captain America. And I was showing him some Captain America comics, and he saw how angry Captain America was with Thanos. <laughs> and, and rightfully and, so. Let's just say, let's put a pin in that. I think you and I are both on the same side here. That, that He had every right to be He got pretty annoyed, upset by that. And he's also upset by Mater and the Ghost Light. Which is a made her short. Because couldn't Thanos just have flipped his fingers and like made the world bigger or something? <laughs> made them... yeah, twice as many resources. Yeah. Why? Why half as many people? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and that's is that that's what Miles was. No, Miles was. Hang on, just to parse this. Captain America was angry about that. Miles was upset that Captain America was angry. So Captain America was angry because he's like, don't make another America. That's twice as much real estate I have yeah, to cover. Yeah, yeah. nobody you know? wants that. But so Miles is pro-Thanos. Is that what's going on? Miles is... Um, anti-conflict, just in general. He's anti-conflict. Yeah, yeah. that's fair enough. And, to, to, and you know what? Actually, like Thanos was pretty anti-conflict too. Yeah. He just wanted to snap his little fingers and make everything. No, that's true. That's right. true. Yeah. So Miles and Thanos so. are really on the same page here. Um, do you want to uh, hear a super smart joke my um, child made today? No, I want to hear about your po- car's power ranking. Oh, I'm going to tell you my car's. Okay. Here's the car's power ranking. It's easy. It's basic. Uh, this is dad talk, by the way. Yeah. This is dad talk. Uh, we say it at the end usually. Uh, cars, one, number one. Okay. I think we've already diverged. Cars, three. Pretty bad, frankly, but I'll allow it in my house. Okay. Cars 2 is anathema. We can't... It's, it doesn't exist. Unwatchable. It's unwatchable. unwatchable. Uh, it's, it's an abomination. And then the car shorts, too short. Too they short. They are very too short. Too short. It's not worth it. Thanks for entertaining my child for two and a half minutes. Like, that does nothing for me. <laughs> yeah. They're too fanciful, Yeah, too. they're too fanciful. You know, like, it confuses Miles. He's like, why is Mater a jet plane it's yeah like, you're well, too like wedded to your tending dumb characters yeah yeah so that's nonsense um 
here's the thing about Cars 3. Okay. I think it may be the best one. No, that's nonsense. I think you don't like it because it has a strong female protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that. Here's the thing about Cars 2. <laughs> and tell me if this theory makes sense. Yeah. Maybe we should just do a Cars podcast. Here, well, let me say something about Cars 3, and this is spoilers for Cars 3. At the end of the fucking thing, like, the, the this is literally spoilers for how Cars 3 ends, so, like, if you care about it, like, I'm sorry, I guess. But the fucking, uh, at the end of it, like, the way that he, like, shows his support for the strong female protagonist and, like, and shows his character growth is that, like, he, like lets her come into race instead of him in the middle of the race and that is like she wins yeah but you can't do that and she becomes the face of dinah no i know but you can't do that you fucking like does like sterling marlin get tired of fucking (laughs) hey jack hey jack you can't stop a race and push the king across the finish line yes you can can finish his last race yes you can Yes, you actually can. In NASCAR, you can. In NASCAR, what you can't do is... Absolutely. You cannot bump into someone else. I'm telling you something. And for NASCAR heads out there, I'm going to be using NASCAR people from about 10 or 15 years ago because that's when I last was interested in it. But But that's all that's... That's the people in this movie, If Sterling Marlin gets tired of driving his number 40 Coors Light Dodge and fucking stops and then it's like, hey... Uh, fucking Mark Martin, can you like take your fucking like like Roush racing car and do the race for me in your own different car for a different team and finish it? What? I don't know if Mark Martin. Don't come at me if Mark Martin is not Roush racing. I forgot he meant Dick Trickle. <laughs> I want to tell you a joke. You ready? Yeah. We have a new kitten. Her name is Joan. Yes, I know. Cyril likes to chase Joan around, and Joan likes to, to be chased around by Cyril. Yeah. And Cyril then applied the same logic to chasing Jenkins around. And Jenkins didn't like it as much. And Sarah, my wife, said to Cyril, some cats just have different personalities. Okay. And Cyril was like, don't you mean cat-alities? It's impressive that he knew what personality meant. Isn't he like three and a half? Yeah. So that's already pretty impressive. <laughs> I know. What a genius. Up until then, I was like, I don't have a genius, but I love him anyway. But now it's like, well, maybe I got a genius. The, but then to to figure out the like syntax <laughs> of personality. Yeah, and then to deploy it in this incredibly pedantic way that's also technically wrong. Wow. <laughs> yeah, was it technically wrong? What was it? Well, it's technically Can- wrong. You don't say catality. I guess you would say felinality, right? <laughs> I don't think you say any of it. You, it's just we live in like a very anthro anthropocentric world, and so we say personality right. for cats. Yeah, cats are people too. We've got to go. We you have give to go na- and say man, the book. Men's men's and women's. Name. We have to say the book. This has been Dad Talk. Give them their original Khajiit names. You know, like Moon Whisper. Is that Khajiit? Is for cat. Khajiit is the cat race, yeah. Okay. It's, a race it's from D D. No, it's not from D D. They're called Tabaxi in D. I should know. I am one in my current campaign. We have to go. This has been D D talk. This has been Cars Talk. Khajiit is, is from Elder Scrolls. Okay, thank you. Uh it's a uh for new listeners, it's a Sweet Valley High podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we are ten minutes in. Thanks for tuning so in. If you haven't realized that by now. Yeah. I don't know what this it's is. It's a Sweet Valley High podcast. Uh I'm Sweet Valley Jack. I'm Tanner. 
And uh, every week we talk about a new Sweet Valley High book until we get tired of it, which is going to be pretty soon. But right now we're still kind of cooking with gas. We're enjoying it. We're learning about the lives of these girls. This one was called Sweet Valley High number eight, Heartbreaker. And yep. who's the heartbreaker? It's Jessica. Fuck it's her. Jessica. She's the she worst. Sucks. I hate these she's books. So Jessica's so mean and so unpleasant. And she's just a terrible She's a sociopath. And like yeah. half of these books is like Liz and the author, like the omniscient narrator, to the extent that there is one in these books, claiming that Jess is in fact not a sociopath. I know. But she is. It's, it, like <laughs> everyone in Elizabeth's life, everyone who surrounds Elizabeth, everyone who confides in Elizabeth, and everyone who Elizabeth confides in is like Elizabeth. Yeah, Jessica she's, sucks. She's a, she would be a serial Todd, killer. Yeah, Enid, like everyone is just like it. Like Mister Collins. Yeah, <laughs> everyone is like Jessica sucks. She's stop, awful. Stop like enabling her. Yeah, Jessica's like I'm not enabling her. I just yeah. She's you know, got a heart of gold, and it's like. They're like they're they have a a passage in this book that's like trying to show the like nice side of Jessica and it's like it's this funny thing where Jessica's like help me do the dishes and then like Liz starts to help her do the dishes and then um just just leaves. Yeah. She's like I <laughs> And it's like one. see <laughs> No, that sucks. <laughs> I can't believe that this book opens up with Jess like literally chapter 1 is like Jessica trying to seduce Bill and then Jessica like tricking Elizabeth into doing the dishes when it's like the last book ended with Elizabeth waking up from like a three week like walking coma. No, exactly. And it's like, what about the fallout from that? Like she missed all her tests. She almost broke up with her boyfriend. Like she was about to flunk out of school and they're just like. Forget all that. It's time to like deal with Jesse's Jess's like shitty pettiness. It's and it's like the the stakes of this novel are like almost nothing. I know. <laughs> to, walk me through what like the aftermath. It's like the the leftovers. Have you ever seen the leftovers? I want to know yeah. what happens to Elizabeth now that like <laughs> her life is back. Yeah. Well, and she like had this like psychotic break where she became a Jessica, <laughs> like. What's the fallout from that? She like kissed a million boys. She literally knocked Bruce Pac-Man out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so did Todd. Why is it like Bruce Pac-Man not like he's the richest guy in Stone in uh in Sweet Valley? Why isn't he suing everyone? Like Bruce Pac-Man There should be so much fallout from Elizabeth being Jess for a, two weeks. Yeah. And she's also like give Todd hey, Elizabeth I'm not a fan of Todd either, but give him a fucking break. How about give him a, a fucking tiny break? I he know. like. I feel like the Jess isn't completely out of Elizabeth yet. Two weeks ago, you were being shitty to him about his motorcycle. Last week, you came out of a coma and were a different person, and that different person didn't like or date Todd, and in fact made out with all the other boys in Stony Brook, and I'm just going to say it's Stony Brook because it's... Too hard it's not too to. Hard. And it's too hard. And including Bruce Pac-Man. And then throughout all of that, Todd has been like pretty stalwart. And then yeah. this week, Todd's like, hey, like my friend is visiting from Paris. And Elizabeth like completely just fucking loses her shit because it's a girl. Yeah. <laughs> like completely uh, loses her mind about girl. it. Yeah. Um, I should describe the book. Why don't I describe it? Yeah, please. Please. You want to give me the time or you want me to just say it? Um, yeah, let's see. I'm going to go to random number generator. Okay. 
I'm going to say the max is, what do you want to say, a 100, and the min is maybe 30. 20. Okay. Generate. Yeah. You have 28 seconds. Perfect. Okay. On your mark. <laughs> get set. Go. Um, Bill Chase is, is um, obsessed with Jessica, um, and she's just leading him on. But uh, there's this girl, Dee Dee Myers, who actually likes him. And Jessica leads him on throughout the whole book. But And it ends up that Bill Chase uh, d- realizes that Dee Dee Myers is like Ten better seconds. looking than he initially thought. And then they end up dating. And then that's the basically the end of the movie. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't think her last name is Myers. Is there, Gordon. Is there someone called Dee Dee Myers? Can you look it up? Because I must have pulled that from somewhere. <laughs> Gordon. Dee Dee Myers is an American political analyst <laughs> who served as the 19th White House press secretary under Bill Clinton. Oh, why? Why is that in my brain? <laughs> That's a pretty deep poll. <laughs> That's a dark, like, what's going on in my, like, reserve brain space? I just read this book today, but my brain was like, no, no, I think you want Dee Dee Myers. The, oh, she's the- also currently the economy czar <laughs> under Joe Biden. I hate myself, and I hate my life, and I hate what I what I care about, and I hate what uh, is going on inside my brain, but that's what it is. And let me tell you this. Um, I kind of said the whole book. There's not a lot. It's basically, like... The the main tension is that like the sub tension is that they're in a play together, Jess and Bill Chase, and yeah. uh like one of the kids in class, their dad is like a big Hollywood producer. If you read it's the, Dee Dee's if dad, if you've read the uh, the California Diaries, it's a lot like Maggie Bloom's dad to yep. give you a little yep. bit of a uh, port in this storm. Um, and he comes to see the play, and he's like. One of the children in this play is has star potential and just thinks it's her, and and that somehow affects like her gaslighting of Bill Chase. Yeah, she she loses interest in Bill Chase because she finds an interest in Hollywood. Yeah, in the th- theatrical arts. Right. So Bill goes to his backup. Yeah, Dee Dee Gordon. Yeah, but it turns out it wasn't Jess. It wasn't Jess. It was uh, Bill Chase. Bill Chase. The Big Surfer. The Big Surfer. And I guess that actually leads me to a hit segment that we have on the show. Hit me. I'm ready. There's girls on this book and they've been staring at me all week. Jessica's flashing a smile like she's planning to do something. And Liz looks disapproving And Jess looks smug as heck It makes me want to read this text And it's Matthews James L. Matthews James L. Matthews 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 And that's the whole song love jimmy Eat world uh fuck you <laughs> thank you that's not true i don't even like jimmy Eat world uh thank yeah. you liz for <laughs> no it's just me that doing was, that song that or and, and karis yeah no it's uh, me thank you both i did that one that song yeah unfortunately i did that one we didn't have time to, to get i mean i think i did a serviceable job it that sucked. was you that was me yeah wow thank you um I love jimmy Eat world 
Stop saying Jimmy Eat World. You know it's Rilo Kiley. It, it, and it's where we talk about James L. Matthews, who writes the covers for these books, and he does write them. And um, the one he wrote this week, it's uh, it's a picture of Jess, and she's hugging um, Johnny Lawrence from The Karate Kid. <laughs> Is she? Now I need to go find this book cover. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's literally it doesn't sound right it's literally sweep the leg johnny oh the yeah kid. there he is there's no fucking it's like line for line yeah the, the face guy. of sweep the leg johnny from the karate kid yep and for you uh millennial and gen z listeners it's from it's that on netflix they remade it it's called cobra you, kai you love to watch on netflix with with your teen friends so he's in it yeah when you're Cobra Netflix Kai. and chilling to Cobra Kai, as I've the, never seen it, but I hear do. good things. You know what? I watched the whole season of it. It was pretty good. Was it? Yeah, and maybe maybe not on Netflix. Maybe it's on YouTube. I don't know. But uh, it's him. It's Johnny. It's Johnny. Surely, it's sweep the leg Johnny, the leg. and that's why they picked him. That's why they picked him to be a, a big celebrity star at, at the end of the because novel. oh, and then Bill he Chase. went on to go be in Cobra, Cobra Kai. In Cobra Kai in yeah. like 2019. Yeah, he sweeps the leg. You know what else? And I have to say this, and I'm kind of actually contractually bound to say this um oh god there is a chicago math rock band called sweep the lake johnny from the 90s oh and no one listened to them i did i've had one person listen can we play a short clip yeah are you gonna play square pusher and what's what are they called battles no, I'm just going to play it. Yeah, I'm, thank you for naming one and, a, one and a half math rock bands. Math rock bands? <laughs> who's the one? Ha- who's the half? Square Pusher. Square Pusher is like the king of math no, rock. No, not really. No, don't Square look Pusher. this up. Don't, and don't, and don't fight up. me on this. Please don't fight me on this. We have to talk about the book. We got to talk about the book. Um, we talk about the covers. Electronic musician. Yeah. Yeah, I get Well, they're all electronic musicians, idiots. God. Have you ever heard an electric guitar? <laughs> Please don't. What do you think they're recording it on? Please don't have this fight with me. It's for no one, and it's also one that you're definitely going to lose. Not and, having but, this fight but, with you. I'm having this fight with whoever wrote Square Pushers <laughs> Wikipedia page. Electronic musician. They're all electronic musicians. Twenty twenty one. For God's sake. Yeah. Is Square. Pusher. No, please, just please Math. stop. Please, you must stop. I'm sorry I brought up Sweet the Leg Johnny. I had to because it's like my brain makes me do it. And like, how often do they get a shout out, you know? And it's named after the Karate Kid. Just a Souvenir is an album by Square Pusher, which was widely released in October of 2008. Please stop this. It has classical guitar, math rock, and funk influences. influences. Okay, great. So... Does that sound like they're the main math rock band, or does it sound like they have some mathy influences? Please, did I? I've probably said this on the podcast before, but when Sarah and I were courting mm-hmm. in the early days, I was like, "Hey, do you want to go to a math rock show?" Was it a Square Pusher show? And she was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Oh, that's great!" And it turned out that she thought that it was like like fun nerds who sing songs about math. It's like that Harry Potter band <laughs> yeah. that like does Harry Potter songs. She's like, it'll be fun. Like she kind took of... me to a Pottercore band show. So, oh, she she's into Pottercore. She was into Pottercore. So that's cool. I watched a documentary about Pottercore once, and I was like, man, I wish I've experienced Harry Potter because I feel like I would really enjoy this. It was fun. They were having a lot of fun. Yeah, 
They're having a lot of fun, just as we are, but we got to keep sticking to the topic here. We got to say the book. Let, why don't we say um, some other shit that happened in the book before we do any further saying? Do you, do you have anything else to say about the cover? Do you agree? It's it's the guy from Karate Kid. He's cute. He's a cute guy. He's cute. Okay, thank you for... Bill Chase is cute. <laughs> adding to the discourse, um, is there anything else that happened in this book that we should say that has that we haven't said yet? Liz is mad at Todd because he has a hot friend. That's all you need and, to know. And she's shitty to him all week, and then she yeah. realizes that she was wrong. And Jess is mad at Bill because he has a hot friend named Didi Gordon, and he's giving her surf lessons. Yeah, but Jess, Jess is, like, not interested in Bill. That's the thing. Yeah, she just likes to... Like, she just she she want chaos. he's like obsessed with her oh and bill has this dark past where like oh his, yeah he had a he had a girlfriend die tragically and it was his fault he had a surfer ghost girlfriend yeah she died because her he like julianne it's not even interesting enough to talk about but that's no, like that's in his boring. past and that's why he's so fucking emo god if anyone's a candidate for being a surf ghost it's absolutely bill chase like yeah haunted gloomy independent like emo boy IRL who like insists on pushing the limits of surfing because he's like so raw and yeah oh no it's gonna be from his girlfriend's death and sweeties we should say that surfer ghost is a technical term that comes from the sitterverse by um the princess of the prince of towns uh who's the author of the uh sitters cycle and in the great sitters mysteries there's a surfer ghost and a surfer ghost is what happens when you are Kind of a broody surfer, and you disappear. Yeah, and you die in the or disappear in the waves. You become back as a surfer. You come ghost. back as a surfer ghost. And Bill, Bill, Julianne is pro, is one. That's his 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 yeah. lady love, and yeah. Bill is one. It seems like yeah. he's got he he's got surfer ghost. He's a pre surfer ghost. Yeah. Um. Let me run this by you. We're all pre ghosts. Okay, I need to take a minute for that. I think it just depends on what kind of ghost you are. We're all pre-ghosts. I think so. Okay. Everybody? If you follow the... um, (laughs) Gosh, what was that Michael Keaton, Jake Busey movie where Michael Keaton was like a ghost whisperer? The Frighteners? I didn't see it. Flatliners. Well, most ghosts hang out by their grave plot. Okay. Is the plot... like That's sort of the premise of that movie. It's like... Most ghosts don't leave their their grave plot, and they all right. just like have fun ghost parties at the graveyard. So most ghosts are in in or near cemeteries, but some ghosts like kind of venture away from the grave plot. I can't believe you haven't seen the Frighteners. Beautiful film. Everybody, please watch the Frighteners. The bad guy looks like Hitler, and he doesn't have any nipples. Okay, <laughs> now now uh, sign me up. <laughs> that's your the mall that's your something. elevator pitch. <laughs> that was their elevator pitch. <laughs> okay. Okay, and so ghosts, and we're all pre-ghosts, but some of us... We're all pre-ghosts. Yeah. And it's up to you. Decide now what kind of ghost you want to be, because you still have time, I think. Most of us still have time. Yeah. You know, you don't have to stick to the cemetery. To the grave plot. You could go and be a ghost somewhere outside of a cemetery. Yeah. Let me run this by you. You can be a poltergeist. You can haunt an object. Haunt a doll. Please don't. Haunt a... Please don't. Haunt a car. Like Christine. And Stephen King. Yeah. Please don't. Um... Let me say this. I want to run this by you. So um, Bill is like is not immune to Jessica's charms. In fact, he's in love with her. And he's so in love with her, despite the fact that she's just using him to like. She's like the relationship is like 
whatever the name of the the hunky lifeguard in Boy Crazy Stacy was, and Stacy. Toby. No, that's completely inaccurate. Don't, please don't look it up. I'm just that's why I said whatever the name. Stop looking it up. Stop I'm not looking, looking it up. It up. I'm not okay. looking it up. Great. That that's the relationship. He like sh- she's aware that she has this like pull over him. I think it's Scott. I I don't know. I'm not looking it up. It, you're clearly looking it up. She's aware that no. she has this pull over him. And uh, oh, I just she, remembered actually. What is it? Scott. Great. Well, this has been maximally disruptive. But you guys get it. That's what their relationship is. I just is. remembered it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> anyway, uh, th- th- that thrall is broken when Bill Chase's surfer ghost is teaching um, Dee Dee to surf, and she, like, does a big crash. And yeah, um, he saves her, and that it kind of brings he him He saves together. her by... Frenching her by Frenching, like, he saves her with Frenching with French kissing. Let me yeah. read you a couple passages related to that. Yeah. Then she was thrashing and spinning helplessly in the churning surf. Panic closed over her in a tight, wet fist. The metaphors in this book are so good. She couldn't breathe. Sand was being ground into her mouth and eyes. Something hard struck her in the temple, and a brief buzzing filled her head before everything went totally black. Let me read you another passage, and this is the saving with Frenching. Dee Dee tried to speak, but she couldn't find her voice. Not just terrific, he went on. He's saying how good she, who good-looking she is. But terrific-looking, yeah. too, and a great kisser. Oh, Bill. He drew her closer, kissing her with a passionate tenderness that made her feel as if the sky had shaken loose and the ground had snatched out from under her. She started to feel dizzy again. There was a strange humming in her ears. Tanner, I think she's got bees in her head. Okay, and that'll that'll happen. <laughs> she's got a bee. She's got bees in her head, doesn't she? Yeah. If you're drowning, yeah. <laughs> I think bees have sort of a natural instinct, <laughs> yeah, to save other creatures. So they'll fly right in your head. <laughs> they'll fly right in through your ears. Yeah, and then Bill Chase Frenches her back to life. Yeah, she wakes up like the salty. T- like taste of his tongue like, yeah wakes her up can you imagine getting french back, back to, to life like waking up from plane. drowning you got bees in your fucking brain and then somebody is frenching you back to life is that nice or not i think i don't know maybe God, not. it just like i wake up and I'm like am i in heaven yeah you know? i think that's kind of what she says too i would be like i'm already too wet <laughs> like i don't need yeah. to get wetter <laughs> that's good that's good sexy <laughs> I don't think it's sexy to say that. You didn't mean wetter in the sexy. T- no, I meant it in the drowning the w- type of way. Oh, okay. I'm wet in the drown. So let's tr- try it again. I'm already too wet in the drowning type of way. Don't make me wetter in the kissing type of way. Like yes, okay, right, <laughs> okay. Because you know, wetter means something else too. Sometimes. Yes, thank you for spelling okay. it out. Should we take a quick break? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Jack, yeah, you and I are sexual beings. Okay, it's a weird way to start a sentence, but I'm gonna, I'm, I'm intrigued, and I'm gonna allow this to proceed. Uh, you and I have had sex, not with one another. <laughs> it's a deeply strange Which uh, way is, to continue a sentence, but I feel uh, like now that this train is rolling, it's, made evident yeah. by the fact that both of us have strapping young lads that we have 
birthed. Uh huh. That we are equally responsible for bringing in this world. Correct. Uh, which is something I like to remind Jamie of. Yep. Every now and then I'll just say like, hey, I did just as much work as you did. Great. That's great. That's you know? fun. That's good. And you and I know a lot about the art of lovemaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we've lot. explored it a lot in our Babysitters Club podcast. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> of course, <where laughs> naturally, they, they sort of, you know, because it's a young adult novel, they need to refer to it as Debonkey. Yeah, they, they call to, it Debonkey and calls it Debonkey, and, and they need to sort of water guidelines. it down, and they need to kind of like tamp it down a little bit, make it a little more PG. Mm-hmm. So they mostly stick with arm stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's you know that's still erotic. It's extremely erotic, yeah, if you yeah. do it right. Uh, but continuing this this analysis of the scene where Bill saves Dee Dee Gordon's life, yeah, I feel like my whole I, I I'm like miscalibrated. Mm-hmm. I just don't I don't know if I totally understand. Okay, I don't know if I understand lovemaking anymore. Is this is a segment. I mean, I guess it's a new segment. It's called yeah. What was the the bonky segment called? The bonky. <laughs> or is this Debonk? Okay. I'll read a passage. Yeah. And I guess what I, I my question for you is like, well, I'll ask it at the end. Okay. Perfect. Yep. All right. Read the passage. Don't taint my. I'll read it true neutral. Yeah. Read it true neutral. Uh, and I'm going to make it just a, a, a clear-eyed, bipartisan, straight down the line. I'm going to read you a passage. I'm going to ask you a simple question. Yeah. Okay. And I need you to answer. Uh, you don't have to answer quickly, but I need you to answer honestly. Okay. 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 All right. I love you, Bill, she whispered, uh-huh. only half aware that it was she and not someone else who had said the words. Okay. He paused for the space of a heartbeat. Then he said, I think I'm in love with you, too. In fact, I must have been all along. Okay. Only I was too stupid to see it. Okay. What about Jessica? She asked timidly afraid to rock the precious boat, but knowing she couldn't bear to be held in suspense. Mm-hmm. Bill's answer left no room for doubt. Jessica who? He murmured. <laughs> Hell yeah. As he eased her back onto the sand and covered her mouth with his. And Jack, my question for you is, <laughs> is that is that kissing? <laughs> Let's think eased about her it. back and covered her mouth no. with his. So she... Yeah. She made her mouth small. She made it as small, hopefully as small her, as her, possible. His mouth big, as big as possible, yeah. and just like sealed it, just fully covered it. Oh, see, com- completely sealed his mouth over hers, and he's like, "Yes, I'm doing it. I'm." <laughs> you know what? I actually, I, my first instinct was to say no because it's not how I do it, and I don't want to get too into the details of how I do it. But it's not like that. It sounds less like kissing and more like a game that Miles and I play called Mash Mouth. (laughs) I think, I think it goes on your record as kissing. Like, it's a technicality. Yeah, he is still kind of saving her from drowning at this point too, though. So maybe he's just hedging his bets. He's like, I'm gonna go in for a kiss, but just in case you need more like airflow in your lungs. Yeah. But mouth, we know that, so mouth to mouth is not kissing because it's about intent, right? Mm-hmm. But so by that same logic, if your intent is like from a place of love 
and you cover someone's mouth with your mouth. Your mouth. I think that is kissing. But um, can I read a passage to you? Yeah. Because this is... Um, is it part of our debonkey segment? The Yeah, the plot thickens. Okay. That was when he kissed her. It's Bill and, and uh, Dee Dee again. That was when he kissed her. It was even better than the other times because she knew it was for keeps. It left her heart pounding. Bill cupped her face with gentle hands as he drew back. The pads of his thumbs moved in slow circles over her temples while his fingers tangled in her dark curls. Dee's pulse skidded out of control. Every sense was singing with life. Sounds what, like um, a dementor. <laughs> yeah. Like sucking What's, someone's soul out. <laughs> he's like, he's rubbing her temples with his thumbs and like, but his, the rest of his, his fingers is, are like grabbing her hair. And, her, and his face is nowhere near her face. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that happening? Wow, I, I thought I understood lovemaking, but now yeah. I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. Like, maybe it was a fluke that we had a kid. Yeah, you it might have been. It might have been. Yeah, we just got just lucky. just dumb luck. Well, that's pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, Do you have anything to say? I have, one, I have another kind of burning issue I want to talk about. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear it. If it's burning, let's get it out of the way. In the, in the grand tradition mm. of... He man facts with me, Matt Jack. <laughs> okay. That's sort of yeah. your segment, you know. Yeah. Like you're kind of the expert on He Man. You know yeah. all about the He Man universe. If there, mm-hmm. we have any He Man questions, we come to Jack. To We Man Jack. We Man Jack. Yeah. For for the He Man um, facts universe knowledge. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know this about me, but I am very well versed in the Rocky universe. Okay, I didn't know that. I, I at one point in my life was really obsessed with the Rocky movies. I love them. I watched well, them all many times. Okay, named na- made my parents name their dog Rocky. Cute. So I know a lot about Rocky. I don't know quite when this book came out, but let me read you a passage. Okay, perfect. Yep. Thanks a lot. And I'm you know what I'm you know what I I don't want to tell you how to do your job. Okay. But when it was a He Man fact. Yeah. I found it in the text. Yeah. And knew that you were a He-Man expert. Okay. And asked proactively reached out to you and said, "Hey, hey, is what this can you tell true? me about this He-Man?" Do you want me to do that? And I don't I maybe you didn't know I was a Rocky expert, but there is a Rocky Yeah, I didn't know that. sort of th- thing, a moment in this book. Would you prefer for me to read? I don't know. It? I don't know. I mean, I just ask. Sometimes it's easiest just to ask if I don't that's know. what you want. I don't want to I don't want to tell you how to do your job. Okay, well, it sounds like you want me to ask you the Rocky question. I don't question. know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I'm going to... Can I ask you a Rocky question? Oh, please. Yeah. I actually okay. know a lot about Rocky, so... Perfect. Okay. So, the, um, this is like... The, the the girls in the play are all mean. <laughs> yeah. And they're all being mean to the boys in the play who all have crushes on them. Yeah. And this is Jessica and Lila are having a conversation. Yeah, because Jessica is still convinced that she's going to be the the star. Jessica thinks that she's the one who's been selected by this Maggie Bloom's dad type of guy to be a, the next Hollywood star. Yeah. That did it. Jessica burst into peals of silvery laughter. Don't worry, Lila. I won't forget you when I'm a star. You can visit my mansion in Beverly Hills, and I'll even send you a card every Christmas. Thanks a lot. What I want to know is who they'll pick as your leading man in your first picture. Hey, wouldn't it be great if you got Matt Dillon? He's really sexy. Too immature. 
Jessica said and sniffed. I was thinking more along the lines of Sylvester Stallone. Neat, Lila giggled. I can just see you slugging it out with him in Rocky Five. No, Lila, you can't, because that's not what happened in Rocky Five. What happened okay. in Rocky Five is that Rocky retires, takes on a young, hotshot new boxer called Tommy Gunn with two eggs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, his son becomes a boxer, and then Rocky ends up, and I think he has a robot still in this movie. Okay. And then his son uh, becomes a boxer, and Rocky becomes Tommy Gunn's coach, and then Tommy Gunn and Rocky have a street fight. Okay. Mono e mano, burning barrels full of burning stuff. And that's so, the 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 fight. And it's so it's not uh, an aging Sylvester Stallone punching a um one half of a twindom no. from California. Yeah, no. Well, thanks. I'm glad I asked cuz I it yeah. was a And if you have any other Rocky mind. questions, I know yeah. I can I can help answer. He's got two turtles, Cuff and Link. Okay. And I actually don't have any more yeah, Rocky robot. questions. Yeah. That he, uh, well, it wasn't his robot. I guess he bought it for his brother-in-law, Paulie. I'll tell you what I've got. Rocky facts? And Are we done talking about Rocky? I, I mean, can... up to you. Up to you. I can talk I about would Rocky say, all day and night. Yes, we're done talking about Rocky. Rocky Five was a bad film. Bad it sounds film. awful. Yeah. I've got interesting news. Okay. You know who Tim Cook is? Sure. I think he's in space right now. <laughs> I think he's probably in space, and he just didn't brag about it. <laughs> He doesn't need to. <laughs> he just went there. He, um, I finished reading this book and fucking lo and behold, I get this fucking pop up from Tim Cook. Okay. He's in my book. He's inside the book. Yeah, he can do that. It's if if you're touching anything owned by Apple, Tim Cook yeah. can get right to you. Because I read it on iBooks and Tim Cook, I've I've scrolled to the end of the book. Huge mistake. Okay, here's Tim Cook. Yeah. Hey, can you do me a favor? Right. Tim. <laughs> How many times I gotta do you a favor, bud? How many times I gotta do you a favor? When are you gonna do us a favor? He says, "Can you rate this book?" Feature us on iTunes. <laughs> but Tim was like, "Oh, go rate this book," and then he's like, "He's helped me out because he's like, he's written like five stars, and he's like, you can click any one of them." Oh yeah. And then he wants me. Then he's like, "But then he's like, oh, once you rate it, why don't you write a review?" Okay. I was like, "Okay, Tim, it's your social network. Like, <laughs> like you write a fucking are you review." Paying me. Yeah. But I feel like we owe him a favor. You've got money. You're in space. He's hosting our show on Apple Podcasts, which it sounds like everybody really loved the new update. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yeah, we <laughs> finally us got a favor. It. <laughs> took, took 10 years or whatever, yeah. Yeah. but we finally got it. <laughs> they, they want us to, to write and review, and, and who are we to say no? I'm going to write and review this book. I'm going to rate it five stars. It's great. Okay. And I'm going to click write a review, and I need you. Here I am. Can you help me? Yes. It sounds, I, you sound less than enthused. It's got 10 ratings. It's four and a half stars. Okay. Let's bump that up. And it's nine five-star ratings and two one-star ratings. So it's a really kind of a polarizing Do the, the one question. Yeah. Did anyone leave a review? Uh, no, not yet. That's why Just Tim. Ratings. That's why Tim okay. was like, "Can you help us out here? This one's got no reviews, and it's subject." Yeah. Headline. Yeah. Ignore the one-star haters. Yes. This is a five-star masterpiece. Uh, what about ignore the one-star haters? Listen to the five-star raters. Yes. We like to make them rhyme, don't we? Sometimes. I'm gonna do a, a semicolon in there. 
listen to the five star raiders. Yep. And then we can start off five star raider here. No, no, no. I don't want to start off on a positive note. I want to start okay. off negative. Okay, good. Then we'll build to positive. Who are these sad, pathetic crybabies okay. who can't handle a little sexual intrigue? What about mouth over mouth action? Uh, yes. Anyone who gave this book a one star rating. Should I say scintillating novel? Anyone who gave this scintillating novel a one-star rating, I challenge you to combat. Okay. I, Jack Shepard, challenge you to combat. I'm just going to say... Meet me... I, Jack Shepard, and I, Tanner of Greenery. Road. You know what? That's not great. And so, okay, I'm going to stop you. Because... Street. Yeah, so I've bleeped that because you've given August my address. Yeah. First... No, you've given my sp- actual. Home That's address. pretty good. Is that close to your house? Yeah, it's pretty close. It's pretty good that I d- I drew that yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. Let's uh, let's re- that is good, and I I guess. Wait, let me let me do one more. That's too close. Let's right? reel this in. Meet me at the cafe where they have really good vegan breakfast burritos. Okay, is that what it's called? I don't want to give any specifics. That's too specific too. Meet me somewhere. Let's meet at a, a location you decide. Let's meet at a location you su- decide where they have really good vegan bre- breakfast burritos. Yeah. That's good. Let's sit down. Let's have a burrito. And let's play a very rousing game of chess. Okay. They, they have chess there. I think you guys would have to bring the chess board to decide who is uh, okay. correct, I guess. What do you got? Bees in your brain? Okay, so you were writing your own thing? We're attacking these people, are we not? Oh, this is a continuation. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, what do you got? Bees in your brain. I have a remedy for that. Yes, and it's from this book if you bothered to read it. Yeah. Now pucker up, because this mouth is going all the way around those sweet lips of yours. Okay, pucker up. Because this mouth is going all the way around. Yeah. Those. Do we want to say sweet lips? Is that too aggressive? I guess that's fine. Those sweet lips of yours. Yeah. And yes, that is kissing. Yeah. Okay. So that's actually pretty good. Um, should we say anything about the book? <laughs> uh, Jessica was pretty obnoxious in this one. Shall I just say, and now to the review? No. No, okay. Yeah. This has all Fine. been the review. This, Jessica was pretty obnoxious. We started by reviewing the one-star Raiders. Was pretty and, obnoxious. And challenging them. Yeah, in this one. So but, was Liz, though, to be honest. And so was Liz, but you knew and what... So are was we, Bill. So was Liz... T, should we say TBH, or is that too informal? Uh, that's good. So was Liz, TBH. So was Bill, period. On second thought, this might be... We, we may have been too... Uh, generous with our rating. Generous with, our, with our rating. And then let's say cancel the cancel the fight. Yeah, fight canceled. Or chess match or whatever. But fight, we'll still go get breakfast burritos with you. Fight canceled, but we'll still go get breakfast burritos with you. And that that seems applies to anyone who's listening to this. If you want to meet up with Jack in Austin, Texas... Yeah. At the cafe near the 
You're, in... you're like right, but not right. What's the neighborhood? <laughs> no, fuck you. <laughs> I've bleeped most of that. It's across the str- the big road from the on the. A lot of that shit has been bleeped, so it's like kind of meaningless what you're saying. <laughs> um, that this seems good. Should we just should we sign off? Is there anything else we want to say? Is there something we want to say about Rocky before we sign out, or do we want to just say our goodbyes? Um, I guess we can ma- maybe make a really hot take here. Okay. Don't. How about this? Don't at me. Yeah. That's what you say before you make a hot take. Mm-hmm. The best Rocky movie is Creed. Perfect. Uh, Jack Shepard. Did you want to add anything about He Man? Um, I know, I know I've got sort of my thing, and you've got your thing. I just want to save room for you. I don't really have a He Man hot take. I mean, I could say a He Man fact with We Man Jack. Okay. Um, Can you? Yeah, and here's a He Man fact for you. Uh, um, Shira was born on Eternia, not Etheria. Okay. Do you like that? Is that interesting? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I know enough about He Man to know if that's interesting or not doesn't seem interesting it's very interesting because okay. you it, okay <laughs> okay let's say jack shepherd and tanner green ring should we say ps we loved this one because we liked it a lot yeah okay can i read it back to you yes just tell me if it scans here we go title ignore the one star haters listen to the five star raiders mm-hmm. who are these sad pathetic crybabies who can't handle a little mouth over mouth action Anyone who gave this scintillating novel a one-star rating, I challenge you to combat. Let's meet at a location you decide where they have really good breakfast burritos. Let's sit down, let's have a burrito, and let's play a very rousing game of chess. I would say vegan breakfast burritos. For your sake. Yep. Perfect. Fix that. What? Do you got bees in your brain? I have a remedy for that, and it's from this book if you bothered to read it. Pucker up, because this mouth is going all the way around those sweet lips of yours. And yes, that is kissing. Jessica was pretty obnoxious in this one, and so was Liz, TBH. And so was Bill. On second thought, we may have been too generous with our rating. Mm -hmm. Fight canceled. But we'll still go get breakfast burritos with you. I'll leave you with a hot take. Don't at me, but the best Rocky movie is Creed. And here's a He-Man fact for you. She-Ra was born on Eternia, not Etheria. Okay. Jack Shepard and Tanner Greenring. P.S. We love this one. Why is it important that she was born on Etheria? Or well, because and not Etheria. Because you, when you like watch Shira, you would assume that she is a, a native of Etheria. But it, if you, why would I assume that? Because that's the planet that she's on. She's not on Eternia with He Man. No, she's not on Eternia with He Man. See how it's interesting. But I thought she and He Man were friends. They're fucking brother and sister. Yeah, but like I thought they were like allies too. They don't meet until late in the in the game. Okay. They were separated at birth. Okay. It's interesting. I guess. It seems do you like want to take this one out? I'll do a different He-Man fact. No, it want. seems like bad storytelling. <laughs> but I guess that's what happens when you try to base a narrative off of like a toy the line. Toys, yeah. Is the so. review good enough to submit? Because the yeah, music. Well, I asked him. Okay, I'm going to hit submit. Tim, this is the best we can do for you. I'm going to hit submit. It's in. It's in there. It's gone. Review submitted. It's in the wind. Tanner, can we briefly talk about Ned's lawyer logic? Yeah, and then I have some burns. Yeah, and then we'll do some burns, and then we'll leave. But we got to do it quick. Okay. Okay. (sighs) (laughs) So Ned is, uh, Ned Wakefield is, um, 
Jessica and uh, the other one's dad. <laughs> and his lawyer logic is is blowing my mind this week. Okay. We got two examples of it. Can I tell you a quick legal story? I okay. But it's it's quick and it it's important yeah. and it feels like it's relevant to this topic. <laughs> and before you get too deep into your thing, I want to tell it. When I was in I'm going to say ninth grade. Yeah. Maybe 10th. Yeah. I took a class in high school that was about like the law or something. It was okay. like understanding the law. It was like yeah. a civics class. It was like for a social studies to uh, sure. credit. Okay. And as part of that class, we had to break into groups and do like a mock trial. Yeah. Where we were all attorneys and the teacher was a judge. Fun. We used to do that in Boy and Scouts. He, the the teacher laid out a scenario wherein like it was a winter like break and enter and we were the defendants and our classmates were the prosecutors yeah and we needed to look over the facts and figure out our approach to the case to like defend our client okay you know and we sat down and we like came up with this like foolproof plan for like well you know there's like all these footprints because it's snowy and like we think we can exonerate our client just based on like the footprint evidence alone yeah and then we sat down for the trial and the prosecutors introduced some unexpected evidence. Yeah. A receipt from a local convenience store that showed that our client was at like near the crime scene at the time of the crime. Okay. That's pretty and compelling. It was just something that they made. What? They just they invented it. it. They just made it. Like they they made it. They like made it and they submitted it as evidence. And the teacher was like, Well, you know, it's evidence. I was like, what No, the it's not. Fuck? It's not evidence. They just, they literally they, just made it. Is that how our legal system works? Like, we can just make up evidence? Well, in that case, like, here's my evidence. Like, uh, yeah. my guy was in Tahiti, and here's, like, a fucking plane ticket that shows my, you. My him. client has been dead for 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> they just made up, like, they made a receipt, and they're like, well, here's the evidence. Oh, that makes like, me so yeah, okay. angry. Of course you can win this fucking trial if you're inventing evidence. And this is America. And this is America. And this is America. Yeah, and this is Our what entire how... legal system is based on this shit. <laughs> so fucking I was so mad. I was like screaming at my teacher at like <laughs> all of like 14 years old. Just like, absolutely not. They can't just invent can't just evidence. invent shit. Like they Come just, on. They literally just took a piece of paper out of their notebook and they wrote like receipt. Like this guy, crime guy was here at this time. <sighs> it's like, you can't do that. Got that it. absolutely is not allowed. I hope they're listening to this. Maybe he was. Maybe the civics teacher was teaching us a lesson of like, here's how the criminal justice system. This is how works. this is America. And this is how it's it works. Stacked against you. God, you know? that's aggravating. Well, they'll do those. Those slimy lawyers will do yeah. anything. You could should have just immediately pulled out like a, a notebook and been like, I found this diary. That's the diary of one of the lawyers, and the diary says I faked the receipt. I think that's literally what I did. <laughs> I, I like. I think I was like so incensed at this that I like went to my desk and pulled out my notebook and I was like. I confess, and then like wrote someone else's name. And yeah. I was like, Here's some evidence. <laughs> yeah, you want Fuck. evidence? Here's evidence. God, that's aggravating. That's why I'm not a lawyer. I do think about going to law school, though. My parents always said I should go to law school because I'm very pedantic. You don't have what it takes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> can you? Can I tell you about Ned's lawyer logic? Yeah. <laughs> Two passages. Let's let's unpack this. Okay. Ned is the dad of one of the girls and one of the other girls. He's the dad of both the girls. I've forgotten their names. Liz Mrs. Wakefield Jessica. smiled. That's funny. Alice. 
I could have sworn it was Liz who took your turn the last two times. This is their dishwashing fiasco. It's like it's like fucking Francine's like one attempt to show that Jessica isn't all sociopath. Right. But I've got a date at 730. I'll never be ready in time. Seems like I've heard that argument before, Mr. Wakefield said, taking a sip of coffee. Sorry, Jess, but it would never hold up in court. The twins' father could seldom resist bringing his lawyer's logic into play. So the lawyer's logic in this case, and I just don't know what the legal precedent is for it, is that... She's got a date. She's got a date at 7.30. I mean, that's a pretty good alibi, right? And she won't be ready. So she can't do the dishes. I think he's wrong, because a a date is a good alibi because you have a witness. Yeah, exactly. Your date. Yeah. Who can can say, like, place you... But there's also no legal precedent for, like... You what have to do the with? fucking dishes. Yeah, that's the. I mean, the whole thing kind of falls apart. It's like, am am I being charged with a crime? <laughs> I guess I would need to understand. She's, what she's being. being I think she's being first. charged with like not doing the dishes, and I Is don't that think that's illegal? illegal. Yeah, I think if I were the judge, I would just throw the case out. I'd be like, why'd you bring this to me? But Francine seems certain that like. The insight that Ned is bringing to bear here, it comes from his, like, deep legal expertise. (laughs) Okay. All right, I've got another one for you. Elizabeth hugged her sister. Oh, Jess, this is after the play. Oh, Jess, you were fantastic. I cried practically the whole way through. It's a good thing Mom brought extra tissues. I'll second that, Mr. Wakefield chimed in, stepping over to scoop Jessica into his arms. Between the two of them, I was afraid they were going to flood the auditorium. Mrs. Wakefield shot her husband a wry look. I suppose you'd like us to believe you were sniffling for the last 10 minutes because you're coming down with a cold? He grinned sheepishly. I never argue a case when the deck is stacked against me. In this case, I concede you were truly spellbinding, sweetheart. So when he feels like he might lose a case... He won't. (laughs) He won't argue it? Yeah, he's just like, yeah. (laughs) My client did it. Shit, this one looks bad. (laughs) I think that's called a plea deal or something, like a plea bargain. Okay, so maybe that is a thing. Yeah. Wow, I know a lot more about law than I thought I did. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Maybe I should have gone to law school. Yeah, it sounds like you should have gone to law school. kind of bottoming out in content. Well, you didn't go to content school. I did. I went to film school. Oh, yeah. I guess you did. (laughs) Well, here you are. You made your bed. Now you got to lie in it. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Anyway, we learned a lot about Ned Wakefield. You went Wakefield to content school too, right? Yeah, English literature. English. Yeah. <laughs> and here we I both am. both went to content school. Yeah, and you can tell. They didn't call it that at the time. It seemed no. a lot more prestigious. When it we seemed were more meaningful. In college, but... <laughs> we're going to teach you how to sling content just like Shakespeare did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like all the greats. Yeah. Shakespeare... Uh, is that it? That's Sum all you can name? Rusty <laughs> and Shakespeare, yeah. Those are the two guys. Now we're going to do our burns. This week we've got a burn of the week, and the way that we introduce it is we go... <gasps> oh, bu- 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 um, and I think you already said one of mine. Okay. Yeah, Jessica who? You already said mine, but I've got Jessica another one. Can I say my other one? Yeah. This is between Liz and Jessica. It's kind of a burn light book. Look, I'm not saying you're not the best. I'm just saying it's dangerous to count on something too much. That's all. This is when Jessica is certain that she's the one who's going to be selected by Maggie Bloom's dad to be the next big fucking star. Yeah. 
Remember when you told everyone you were going to get Bruce Pac-Man to take you to the sophomore fling and he ended up asking Lila? Jessica's eyes narrowed to slits. That was ages ago. I wouldn't go across the street to meet Bruce if he asked me now. That's a burn inside a burn. Jessica had been wild about Bruce at one time, but the experience of actually dating him had taught her what a phony he really was. That's not the point. I just don't want you to get your hopes up, that's all. Elizabeth sighed. Just in case there's a chance in a billion you're wrong. Thanks for the advice, Jessica tossed back. But next time I want some, I'll write to Ann Landers. That's funny and topical. Is it? I don't know who Ann Landers is. What? Is that Dear Ann? No, oh. Dear Abby. Abby Who's the advice columnist? Abby is actually Ann Landers' sister. A lot of people don't know that, but that's Abby a Landers? Fact. No. Ann I know Landers who Dear is Abby sur- is. Please let me say this. Is that what it was this. called? Please let me say this. Ann Landers is a pseudonym. Abby is a pseudonym. But the person who writes Ann Landers is the sister of the person who writes Dear Abby. But Dear Abby is like the big advice No, column. Ann Landers is. I don't know who Ann Landers is. I've heard of Dear Abby. I don't know. Who I read Ann Landers is. every fucking day when I was a boy. Why? Because I was grew up Just in the 80s. about life. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny to say. It's topical. What's your burn? Mine is part of the similar conversation. It's them trying to like figure out who the hotshot actor is that Dee Dee Gordon's dad is going to like elevate and bring yeah. it to Hollywood circles. You want to hear it? I'm going to say it to you. Ready? Esther Pauline Epi Letterer, better known by the pen name Ann Landers, was an American advice columnist and eventually a nationwide media celebrity. She was the identical twin sister of Pauline Phillips, who wrote the Dear Abby advice column as Abigail Van Buren. Identical twins. Ever heard of it? It's from this book. Who do you think it really is? Jessica asked. She was brushing her hair and it flew up around her head in crackling splendor. Do we want to say Lila or Leela? I've been saying Lila. Leela is from Futurama, I think. Lila gave her a long look, as if you don't know already. Jessica wore an innocent expression. Who, me? What makes you think I own a crystal ball? Well, I'll say one thing. You should get the Academy Award for Best Performance at Pretending to be Modest. (laughs) Good. Yeah. Fair. Do you want my second burn? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take it. Second one's a weaker one, so if you didn't like that one. I thought it was fine. Okay, well. Elizabeth looked hard into his face at the sincerity shining from his brown eyes. This is when Elizabeth and Todd make up. Mm-hmm. And she knew he was telling the truth. She'd been wrong to doubt him. Terribly wrong. I don't know what to say, she whispered. I feel like such a dope. He smiled crookedly. Lucky for you, I happen to have a soft spot for dopes. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> You not disagree. Yeah, you're not not a dub. Yeah, you're dumb. You're not not a dub. This is the yeah. third week in a fucking row that you've like done some extremely <laughs> dopey shit to put yeah. our relationship in jeopardy. So I must have a soft spot for it, I must like dopes. No, I maybe I'm the dope because I keep dating these fucking dopes and not breaking up with them. Yeah. I must be a dope. I must be the dope. Yeah. Look at me. Look, Look at me. I'm the dope now. I'm the dope now. And, and that's we're all dopes now. Yeah. We're all dopes now and we're all going to go. In the dope show. And the dope show, and it's the dope show, folks. And we're gonna leave. I'd like to thank you, Tanner, very and much. And it's IP freely. Yeah. And it turns show. out that Marilyn Manson took it from us. I was gonna say Francine Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna leave. We're gonna go. I'd like to go, and I'd like to also. Oh, unless leave. you meant like us being like you, me, and Francine, and Kate. Williams. The three of us. Yeah. I really would love to leave. Please. I'd also love to go. I'd love to thank you, Tanner, very much for bearing with me. 
You're welcome. I'd like to thank the sweeties for bearing with us. We do love and kiss you very much every day. And here's how I do it. I take my full mouth. Yep. And I put it over your full mouth. Yep. And that's how I love you and kiss you. Yep. <laughs> and it's very loving and it's very kissing. And then something I just learned. Yeah. It's a tip I picked up. Yes. Please. Uh, hey, guys. Hey, guys. Subscribe to our Patreon. Please. <laughs> Patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. $5 a dang month or more. By the time this comes out, I think we're doing the Saddle Club. Guys, sure. announcement. Big announcement. Sure. We're doing the Saddle Club on our Patreon for just $5 a month. Get in. Yeah, I don't know what it is either, but. <laughs> Get in now. Get into our Patreon and I think it's like and My Little listen. Pony. It's not like My Little Pony. It's Horse Girls. It get That's in what My and Little listen. Pony is Jack. Okay, you're undermining they're horses and their girls. Bigger message. patreoncom podcast. It's just five dollars a month. It helps to support our show, and we talk about Horse Girls. Probably, yeah. you must. Let's do Cancoulet. <gasps> yeah, and Boat Girls. Why are we doing Saddle Club? Let's do Cancoulet. Yeah, maybe we'll bring it in. Boat Girls. Boat Girls and Horse Girls. Yeah. Uh, buy our merch bit.ly slash bscc merch join let's our let's zig jack okay. let's zig when we should have zagged yeah it's can't it's, it's both gonna girls. be can kool-aid it's both <laughs> girls now um facebook group is another place you should go and finally rate and review our show on apple podcasts all the remains is for me to say that this week we did read a novel the novel that we read was in fact called sweet valley high number eight heartbreaker next week I think we're going to be reading another Sweet Valley book. Number nine. There's been some controversy number about nine. it. Number nine. Revolution number nine's Beatles number nine. reference. We're going to be reading Sweet Valley High number nine, it's Racing Hearts. Yoko. It's not Yoko who says that. You don't think Yoko Ono had anything to do with Revolution number nine? Number nine. Number nine. She doesn't say it. I'm sure she has. I didn't say to do she with it. said it. Okay. Let's, I don't want to talk about it with you. I saw an art exhibit of hers in Sydney once. Um, uh, we're going to read uh, Sweet Valley High Number Nine, Racing Hearts. Look forward to that. Are we sure it's not Yoko Ono who says Number Nine? Please don't look it up. We're li- I, we're literally on the. Think of me. Think of me editing this. Think of the me who's editing this right now. God, and, if I remember when I used to edit these pretty regularly, like please think you of think me. you're in the home stretch. You think you're out, and someone's like on a jack, and then they're like looking oh, up. No, I have to. Revolution number nine. Please, I'm I I like I'm begging you on my own behalf to was created primarily by John Lennon with assistance from Yoko. Yeah, did she say it? No, I didn't say she said it. Well, it sounded like you did. This week, I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring, and I'd like to say a great big Sweet Valley bye to all the sweeties. We're big girls. We can take care of ourselves. It's not that great, though. Um, do you want to hear uh, briefly a br- brilliant joke that my child makes? Because this is dad talk. Yeah, here, here's the joke. It's called um, Knock Knock. Who's there? 
Click, 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 click. Click, 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 who? Jack, stop quipping your pen. That's not funny. It's picking up on the mic. But what if it's not? <laughs> Do you want to hear that? That's for the outro. <laughs> you didn't like that joke. <laughs> no, it's for the outro. You t- I want to tell you a joke. You ready? Yeah. Be very.